Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more? With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back stay on your a-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the volume it's snaps presented by FanDuel. Football season is here, and there's no better place to get in on that action than FanDuel. But why, T-Bob? Why? Well, let me tell you. Okay, first off, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use. Okay, FanDuel always has these great exclusive offers where you can get juice, win a little more. Uh, when you win, you'll get paid fast. No waiting, no BS. And they got a ton of ways to play, man. Spread, money line over, unders, totals, props, same game, parlays, everything. Live betting. If you get to the show late, it doesn't matter. Just live bet it. They also have the teasingly vague same game parlay plus. I don't think it's a streaming service, but there's only one way to find out. It's by downloading the FanDuel Sportsbook app today, promo code SNAPS, and make every moment more this football season. Must be 21 and present in select states only. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342. Arizona, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Indiana, Minneapolis, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Indiana, 1-877-770-STOP. In Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. New York, Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700. Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net. West Virginia. Yo, what's going on, everyone? What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome in to a midday Monday madness. That's right. It's time for Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Uh, Shout out to the Volume Podcast Network for having us on here on the YouTube channel. Subscribe, hit the like button. Huge shout out to FanDuel for bringing us on. Uh, Remember, promo code SNAPS if you're signing up for a new account. And uh, shout out to Papa Colin without whom none of this would be possible. And uh, I'm very excited on this Monday because we got a few uh, big storylines to break down. Uh, The coaching carousel is here. We'll discuss maybe what it means for Nebraska. Should they go after Urban? Aaron's got some very pointed thoughts in this matter. Uh, A bit later on, we'll continue to talk coaching. As This guy's not out the door, but something he might be little fine bomb on Harson. as I mean, if you're an Auburn fan, dude, how are you feeling about Brian Harson? A fine bomb saying he thinks it just feels like it's over outside of the drama. We'll get into some of the games. Shout out to the Pac-12, dude. The West striking back, man, not just USC. Pretty fun weekend. The best weekend the Pac-12 has had in a very long time. And as always, we'll give you our snips and our snaps. Get it? It's like a classic good, bad TV segment thing. So if you're in the chat, first off, welcome. 
Secondly, uh, you can put your own snips and snaps from yep. over the weekend, and we can address the best ones. Aaron Murray, QB1. What's up, dude? Man, I'm in, uh, in Daytona Beach. I got to talk tonight oh, to a – actually, back-to-back Monday. So for those that are like, what the hell, where's that beautiful Georgia helmet behind Aaron that we're used to seeing on the show – uh, the next two Mondays, I will be on the road. I'm uh, in sunny Florida, Daytona Beach. Got to speaking at a touchdown club tonight. Next Monday, I'll be in Savannah speaking at another touchdown club. So your boy stays on the road. I got home. Yeah, I, I got home yesterday morning from Tennessee, from Knoxville for the weekend. Got to spend a little bit of time with the family, and then I'm like, baby, uh, just reminding you that I'm meeting <laughs> once again on Monday for the day to go speak. I'll see you on Tuesday. So. Uh, thank God she is an angel. Shout out to. Are Sharon you in? Murray. That's his, wait, are yeah. you in the doghouse? Not, not. In, I know that no, might no, be no, a no, good no, thing no. in Georgia, but are you in the doghouse at yes. all right now? No, because yesterday, I mean, I was dog tired. So you and I, you know, we do our late night show on Saturday. Yep. So I went to bed. You know, one thirty-two. You know, I always make sure I take like the first flight home on Sunday. So I was on the flight at seven thirty-ish. I was up like at six. Uh, get home. I'm dead tired. But I'm like, give me Maddox. Maddox and I are gonna go spend the boys, you know, boys' day together. Nice. So I took yeah. I took little man from like eight thirty, nine o'clock to about essentially four. So I gave her the All afternoon right. to kind good. of just hey. yep. relax, chill. You know, it's good for me and little Smart. man to hang out together, and then we spent a fun night together uh, at the dog park. So I'm not in the doghouse, but once again, I still can give my my wife, who's thirty weeks pregnant, it's a big shout out for for being a badass while I'm gone on the weekends during the fall. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put our producer Ryan Brumley in the so snaps, snaps, snaps for Sharon, snaps for Sharon. Yes. Yeah, snaps for Sharon. And snaps Brum Sharon. put is Aaron in the doghouse as a poll in the chat. Great poll question, but Brum, you didn't spell it D a W G. I mean, I know it's Monday, but I need you Come to lock on, in. Brum. Okay. Dog D O G. What is this dude? Anyway. All but right. then we get confused with the good, bad dog house thing. I think the bad <laughs> dog house is exclusively OG and good dog house is a W G. So I did think of that. Okay. And who's, okay. who, who's having Monday problems now? You're right. That is a classic. You just, <laughs> no, Uno, you, 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 Uno reversed me. Like I I'm, I'm not even gonna get off the mat. I'm just going to take that L I'll move on. Uh, well played, Bromley. Let's uh, go ahead and dive into the first topic now. I got nothing left on that. Uh, so if you've been listening to this show, you know that I've somehow kind of memed my way into being a Nebraska fan here. What I have learned, Aaron, since Scott Frost was fired, is that I was never there for Frost. I'm there for the irrational passion of Husker fans. There was no reason. Why Fox's big kickoff this Saturday in Lincoln, there was no reason why anybody should have been there. And yet, the set was packed. People were going crazy. I follow all kind of Nebraska fans on Twitter. They slowly through the week worked themselves into convincing their, themselves they're going to win every single weekend. The stadium is packed, and they're awful. But that sort of dedication, because like I, I would tell you on Saturday, the stadium was kind of weak, to be honest, dude. To the SEC yep. openers, Brian Kelly, it was pretty empty, like relatively. Nebraska, not the case. Okay, so I'm still here with you, Husker Nation. And so we have to figure out where are we going to go for our next head coach. And on that broadcast on Saturday on Fox, crowd made it very clear as we want urban chants started to break out. Ugh, we want urban. Uh, I know how you feel about this urban. We want urban. Okay, Urban Meyer to Nebraska. What do you think? Like, I guess that an actual fit. Could that actually work? Yeah. I think it can work. I mean, he's won three national championships in his career. Uh, he won one in 14. And, you know, before the show, you know, T-Bob's like, well, it's been almost a decade. Well, who else has won a national championship since 14? What, like three other coaches in America? So it's not like there's a bunch of coaches rotating through winning the national championship. So he is in elite category, two at Florida, one at Ohio State. Um, you know, their team's going to be, I think, I think he's a really good head coach. I do think that he is a top head coach in America. If he decides to come back, is he a top five? I don't know. Is he a top 10? I would think so. Like if urban came back today and took them to Nebraska job, I would throw urban into a top 10 category for college coaches and for Nebraska fans to get a top 10 coach for what Nebraska has been for the past decade. You're, you're jumping up and down. You're, you're excited. You're ecstatic. You're like, hell yeah, give us Urban. We don't give a damn 
about everything that that went on in his past, whether it was at Florida, whether it was at Ohio State, and obviously what went down there at Jacksonville. Like we don't care. Kick our kickers. Just win football games. Win no. championships. That's all we want right now from a head coach. We are tired of being irrelevant. We have too much of a rich history not to be good. So yes, if there's a coach that I'm going to target and I'm on Nebraska and I just want to win and winning, as we know, solves all problems. I'm going to go after coach urban Meyer, regardless of how much it's going to cost me. We're going after urban Meyer. So I think it's legitimate, man. I think it's real. And I think he's on the short list right now to be the next head coach at Nebraska. And as an outsider, or even as someone who would be a Nebraska fan, I am plenty okay with it. Cause I want Nebraska to be good. I'm here for you, T-Bob. I'm here for you. I want Nebraska to be good as well, but I don't know that there is any guarantee that the man to do that job is Urban Meyer. Now, now, real quick, let's focus on the nearly a decade thing, right? Because to be fair, it's a fantastic uh, debate turn of phrase, right? Where it's like seven years and up, just make it sound like 10, okay? Because it feels like it's been two decades since Urban Meyer uh, had success on the college level. You, you, you look at and and then and and it's not just that like when he stepped away um, and went and tried the NFL thing. It's not just that it didn't work, right? Like like Saban didn't work in the NFL. Urban Meyer was a car crash. It was a a rocket explosion before it even got to you know out of the atmosphere. It was destructive and beautiful and horrible to watch all at the same time. I mean like. Okay, so you said you would pay anything. Air Murray, you're going to pay this man $100-plus million plus to come be the coach of your school, and you're going to eat the PR blowback from, yeah. uh, well, the Zach Smith stuff that got him forced out of Ohio State at the beginning of the day. And, but, but, yeah. but, but, like, even outside of PR, I mean, this is a man who, in Jacksonville, the things that he, were, he was doing don't really work on the college or NFL no. level. Like if he displays that same lack of accountability, if he displays that same lack of interest, I mean, to me, the craziest, the the absolute wildest, like whatever, the, the thing where he's like partying on the boat with his boys and his boys like hitting a bong in the background, but it's like in the reflection or whatever, and you see him kind of doing one of these. Okay, okay, whatever, pretty stupid, but that happens. But to be the head coach of an NFL football franchise and to stay behind after you get your ass kicked and then to be in public drinking like that grinding on girls and again all things that i'm completely fine with i love grinding can, i love drinking i love all of it i love all oh, of this but in that position it shows a like shocking a, a mind lumming mind numbingly dumb lack of situational awareness yep. and so i don't know if he's like the San Franciscans in that one South Park episode where they're just loving the smell of their own farts. But somewhere along the way, Urban Meyer lost his way. He got obsessed with his own scent. Okay. I would not hire this man to be my head coach. And I definitely would not pay him a hundred million dollars. Cause what if it doesn't work? Worst case scenario, Brian Kelly doesn't work at LSU. Is it a huge miss? Absolutely. Okay. But you're not, it's not viewed as kind of selling your yourself out morally like if you put all that money yeah. in Urban Meyer and then it doesn't work it's a complete it's it's it's, it's even worse you know, listen, you're, once again you're, you're at a you're at a, a crossroads right now like there is a level of desperation I said it at the beginning of the season like if you're going to be a team that wants to look at Urban you have to kind of look yourself in the mirror and say how desperate are we to win because of the possible PR nightmare because of the fact that if it doesn't have success people are going to come at you saying well look Look at all the facts. How did you think this was going to work? Look what he did at Jacksonville. Look at all the nightmares. So why would you bring a guy that has had some issues in the past couple of years into our locker room? So, yeah, you have to worry about that PR nightmare. But then you also have to – I think in Nebraska right now, there's also a, a – got to take a chance. It's This is a high-risk, high-reward situation right now. Do you want to go for a guy that has won more national championships than anyone else besides Nick Saban in the past 15 years? Uh, or – uh, and a guy that that has won at Florida, a guy that's won at Ohio State, that is considered possibly a top ten coach in America, uh, with the risk of obviously the PR nightmare of the you know he's the kind of left Florida in shambles a little bit. I disagree with with uh, Kirby Visor in the chat. He didn't really leave Ohio State in shambles. Ohio State's still kind of kicking ass ever since he left Ohio State. So I don't agree with that comment. So that's that's the reward aspect. The risk aspect is as you allude to the PR nightmare that goes with hiring. 
Urban. But you know, once again, people make mistakes. People screw up. Even coaches like Urban Meyer, maybe he corrects himself. Maybe he's a better human, a better husband, a better coach at the end of the day from everything that went on at Jacksonville. And if he is a better person, if he is a better coach and learn from his mistakes and can improve on that, then that's a pretty damn good head coach. So, so I think the question is, does he would, would, would Urban Meyer look at Nebraska as appealing job? That to me, that's more of the question. Cause I think that I, once again, I think he has to be on the short list and definitely an offer has to come. And I want to another point too, as I go into my tangent here, you bring up the money aspect. And yes, it's going to cost them an arm and leg to buy them. But if Nebraska was was going to be stingy with money, why the hell are you firing Frost with three weeks ago and, and, and essentially wasting seven and a half million dollars? Yeah. yeah so true. if you're willing to waste seven and a half million dollars yeah. by keeping a coach around or not keeping a coach around for three more weeks when you know you're going to lose to Oklahoma regardless, you got a bye week and then it doesn't matter after that. Uh, you have money to spend in my in my mind. So they don't care how much it costs. They just want to win at this point. Okay, so here's the other deal why I don't feel great about Urban here. And, and yes, there's PR risk. But again, I don't know that I actually believe that he is still that guy that won all those national championships. Yes, he did not leave Ohio State in shambles, but he wasn't really given the opportunity. He was forced out the door. He did leave Florida in shambles when he stepped away for health problems and came back. That's to one the place, game. though. That's one place for did for what it's worth. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but but again, I I do think it's been a while since he's had success. I think we were talking before the show. I, I thought that uh, our producer Ryan Bromley made a really good point, which is that this is not a Florida or Ohio State type of job, and that. This is not one of the major blue bloods. It's going to be harder um, for Urban to win there than it would have been at his last couple of spots. And I know he did at Utah, but again, that's even longer ago. And more than that, like I feel like Nebraska needs a coach that represents the type of team that they have to be in order uh, to have success in the modern era of college football. Like, and by that I mean a a, a scrappy team. Like, if I'm Nebraska, worrying about national championships feels a bit presumptuous. Like I know that is the goal, but how about we just build a solid foundation and put together a couple of winning seasons in a row. And I'm looking around right now and I see a Washington team that it looks very exciting has turned it around uh, after Jimmy Lake. And that's who they go get Kalen DeBoer, a very proven head coach on the small division three level. Uh, Lance Leopold's doing great things at Kansas right now. Another hire where you went and got a guy who had a lot of long-term success at like small division three sort of level. Uh, I, you know, I love Jamie Chadwell out of coastal Carolina. I think you got to try to catch a riser here, dude. And you got to catch someone who's kind of young and scrappy as well. And can bring you to where, um, I guess, cause like, yeah, they're, 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 they're not one of the big dogs at all. Nebraska is not anymore. No. And so, I don't know. You look around, and then, look, there's even names like John Smith at Oregon State. I think he's doing a really good job. You want to get in touch with him. Um, Kalani Sataki, which I don't know why he would ever leave BYU, but, you know, enough money, maybe so. Um, Todd Munkin in Georgia is kind of interesting if you wanted to. Bill O'Brien's taken over awful situations before. So there are names out there that I would go with before Urban Meyer on multiple fronts. Some of those guys. I would go with them before on the football front as well, but every single one of them is also just a way less of a headache higher. I would say. No. Uh, I get you, man. You make, you make you make I think you make valid points. A lot of people. Someone, I think a Georgia fan in the chat said no. Todd Monk, and I don't think Todd wants to be a head coach. Maybe I mean, not. Why, why? Why? To me, if you're an OC or a DC at a program that's winning like Georgia. Uh, and, and you're making a ton of money as it already is. Why take the headache of being a head coach at a place like Nebraska that hasn't had success? $75 million. Um, <laughs> I get it, but that's 75 more million headaches too. So I guess, I mean, it's like, how much more money do you really need? Like, like Athens is a great town. Athens is a phenomenal town. If you're going to be a coach in America, there's not many better places to live and, and, and raise a family than Athens, Georgia. You're making a ton of money. You don't have the headaches of being a head coach, the responsibilities of being a head coach. Like you also have to weigh in the quality of life. Like if I win the coaching, 
I would not want to be a head coach. Like, give me, give me a quarterback job that's making six figures. Give me a uh, a coordinator job that's making one to two million dollars, and I don't got to deal with all the BS of being a head coach. I'll take. That I, I do day feel you week, like so. like Todd Munkin can, and and I also feel Brum right. Like, never doubt a human's ability to want more money, like even if it's not rational, yeah. right? Uh, people don't care. Uh, billionaires are out here fighting to make sure they don't pay any taxes. Um, but at the, at the same time, Aaron, I definitely see what you're saying, but this is where, this is why I always get the heads up. Well, it's like, yeah, that's why I never got that job in the first place. Cause to me, I'm with you one to two mil a year to chill under Kirby. Like he's the lightning rod. He does all the recruiting. Sure. You know, you gotta do your own. You gotta close deals. You gotta talk to kids, families, whatever, but like, okay. Yeah. Kirby does all the heavy lifting. He has to deal with all the media BS. And I just get to sit here and call offices. Oh, and you're going to give me the best players in the country. So I get to like, yeah. just go out and call offices with a team that is just better than whoever lines up across me. I do get you. That sounds appealing. That sounds appealing. Yeah. But Munkin isn't interesting. Like if he has that drive to get back to being a head coach, he is an interesting name because when he was at Southern Miss, he was in a bad situation and he did well as a head coach. Right. there. So it's, it's just something to look, look, the bottom line is a retread like urban feels like such a trap in multiple different ways for me. It's been too long. The kicking the kicker shit is still just insanity to me. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm done. There's been no contact for whatever it's worth. There's been yeah. no contact in Nebraska. And urban. Yeah, so there's no I just want like for Nebraska fans, whoever does watch this, they need to understand that this isn't no matter who you get, this is not an easy rebuild. And let's, let's also remember too, that Nebraska is in the big 10. Uh, and right now the Big Ten is pretty pretty good, and they've been really good. You got the big boys in that conference. You're about to add USC and UCLA. I'm not really too scared about UCLA, but you're adding another elite program with a damn good coach and a program that looks like they're 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 somewhat back right now. So you're in a situation where you're going to be recruiting against all those schools, competing against all those schools year in and year out, and you're already so far behind. This is a this is once again a three four year project uh regardless of whoever gets the job like there's not going to be all of a sudden magic's going to click and some head coach is going to come in there and turn this program around in two years like you just to me the 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 main thing right now is patience 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 like you alluded to t bob just get to a bowl game like can you get to six and six and that should be their goal for the next two years and then try to rebuild from there i mean you know me i use the space station analogy like you you look like an asshole if you're talking about colonizing Mars and you can't even get out of the atmosphere. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Let's take care of the little things first, then the big things. Um, now, in terms of the turnaround, though, it can happen quicker now than ever with the portal, but it's it's yeah. it's, it's 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 risky. Well, well, it's still it's still a multi year um, type of situation to establish consistent success. Vlad the Impaler, Frost is a terrible coach, uh, talking about the fact that if Scott Frost couldn't win in Nebraska, who can? That's what Jack Heron had said. Yeah, look, man, I I, I, I kind of think maybe Frost is a bad coach. I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see. You think he is or the is next it? person can do it? I think he may be a bad coach. I'm I'm really I'm, I'm not sure. I, 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 I guess it's gonna depend one. on what he does next. Yeah. Well, what what do coach. we mean here? Do we mean do we mean head coach? Or are we just talking like what what side of the ball did he come up on? Because I'm not talking about his actual He's ability an offensive to coach. Guy. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm not talking about his actual ability to coach X's and O's. I think yeah. after if you look at what happened to Nebraska with the buy-in, the resources, everything else that he had at his disposal. I think you make an argument that he's not good at the CEO role of being the head coach, which is a massive, massive part of it. But we'll see. We'll see if he gets another Another job again. Um, we'll get another crack as a head coach somewhere. I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if you know he goes back to the group of five. I know you want our next topic, Brian Harson, to go to group of five. I could see Scott Frost. I mean, he's been a head coach for a long time now, you know, and it's hard to kind of go backwards and do a either a position role or a coordinator role once you've been kind of the, the, the boss man at UCF and the success he had there. Then obviously go to Nebraska and be the head guy. Like, I could see a group of five teams saying, "Hey, come on, Frost. You've had success at this level." come back, uh, have success, and then four or five years, see if he wants to jump back into the big boy pool. Well, I mean, well, he's got to go to Alabama first. So oh, yeah, one or two years house. as an analyst, he'll go to the halfway house, maybe even the rest of this year. Go ahead and hire him now, Nick. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, and then turn around next year, sure, Toledo or something like that. No, he needs to, he needs uh, to go my, do the, the Coach O route and go enjoy that $7.5 million for a little bit, and then he can, you know. 
Did you see O in it's Miami? Not, it's Have an you extra seen? seven and a half million dollars. It's an extra seven and a half. So, yeah. So O's son is uh, O's son is coaching at Miami right now. And have you seen Ed Miami at Ogeron? It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Not only is he chatting up hot blondes at the pool as he does, but my man's is looking brown. I mean his <laughs> his Cajun coloring is as Cajun and dark and leathery as I have ever seen. Him and Ray Baker are more intimately acquainted than they have ever been. And that is saying some, dude, living his best life, looking all jacked up too. Oh man. Shout out Coach O, living the dream. What up y'all? T-Bob here from your favorite new college football show, Snaps, here on the Volume Sports Network. And check it out right now. All FanDuel customers get a no sweat bet, okay? That means free bets back if your bet doesn't win for everybody. I don't care if you're new. I don't care if you've had FanDuel for a while now. Just log into your account. See how much your no sweat bet will be. And look, there's so many different great ways to bet on college football. Same game parlays. I would do a little live betting. I gave you the tiny panics pump parlay just last week. Uh, futures, like whatever you want. This weekend, early best bet here, folks, Okay. USC minus six and a half gets Oregon State. I like Oregon State. I get it. But them little Trojan boys are rolling right now. Okay. Go ahead and hop on it. And if you've been thinking about joining, join now. Promo code SNAPS. Sign up for the FanDuel Sports. We got promo code SNAPS. Get that no sweat bet and check it out. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Number one bet of the week last week was Kansas plus nine against Houston. What'd they do? They won by 18. And guess what? FanDuel live in Kansas. Any surprise they're good again? I don't know. It says here in the script, emphasize reasons below for people in Kansas to sign up. Okay, I know what Kansas is famous for. Barbecue, Kansas dirt cake, Sunflower State, wheat production, the Wizard of Oz, Plain Indians, Wells, Wichita, shout out FanDuel, shout out Kansas. Download it today. No sweat bet. Promo code SNAPS. Fiddle. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates, to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals. JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older, and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco-alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Uh, one guy who may be joining him living the dream but probably will not do it nearly as cool uh, is Brian Harson. So we talked about it Saturday night, and I was a little deep in my cups, and I was popping off. But I, I stand by a lot of what I remember saying. Uh, and it looks like Paul Feinbaum might agree. As Paul Feinbaum says, quote, just feels over for Brian Harson at Auburn. And I I kind of I kind of feel the same, Aaron. The situation mm-hmm. just feels awful. And answer yep. this question, Aaron. Um, and you can do this from your own perspective. If you want to get in the headspace of an Auburn fan, you can approach the answer however you want. But if you could fire Brian Harson today without a buyout, would you? I'm asking no, you. No, I wouldn't. No, no, I, okay. I would not fire Harson. But I do agree with you that the writing—it's on the wall. He—he's going to be let go after the season. Uh, just right now, you look at this football team; it has not been a good football team to the first three weeks. That was an embarrassing loss to Penn State. It was a moment watching that game and then rewatching the tape where I was like, "Wow!" Like Penn State actually has better players than Auburn. Besides maybe the running back position where I thought, you know, even Penn State's young running backs actually looked pretty good there in the fourth quarter. Uh, and then you obviously got Owen Pepo at linebacker, but Penn State has two really good linebackers too. Like every position for Penn State was better than Auburn than besides the running back spot. And that's not good when you're an SEC team that's supposed to be at this level and you kind of view SEC here and Big Ten down here that you're getting whipped at home the way you did and the way it looked was just not a good not good for Auburn fans and not good for Harson. You throw in the fact, too, that Alan Green is 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 left the building, the, the former athletic director for Auburn. Yeah. When a new AD comes in at a, a, a program like Auburn, an SEC school that wants to win at football, what's he going to want to do? He's going to want to bring in his guy that is yep. his head coach <clears throat> that he believes in that's going to turn this program into success in this conference. So uh, it does not look good unless they can just completely – 180 this thing or 360 or whatever number that needs to happen for no, them to have success if they do if they do a 360 they'll end up right back where they are now yeah you had it right the first uh, 180. Just, just a that's qb1 baby yeah math is not my thing i can read two cover two cover three and cover four yeah. that's the only yeah. numbers i know in my life um <laughs> So, yeah, unless that happens, unless I think right now if it, his saving number is eight, which just ain't going to happen because he's already won. You're going to lose to Alabama. You're going to lose to Auburn. Uh, so you only got you know two more in that schedule, and there's a lot of teams that look pretty good right now in the SEC. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but I do think you set a pretty bad precedent at, at, at Auburn. You fired your previous head coach, who I don't believe should have been fired. Now you give a coach two years to have success. He doesn't. You get rid of him. To me, I just don't know, you know, who wants that job. You know, you, you got to compete against Nick Saban every year. You have to be compared to Nick yeah. Saban every year. And then now knowing that you get two years to do it, and if you don't, you're going to be out <laughs> trying to find your next job. So, you know, I don't know if it's because Harson wasn't an SEC guy that he's, he's getting so much flack, and that could be it. Like he's a guy from the Mountain West. People really didn't know much about him. He comes into SEC territory. wasn't a lot of people's first choice was kind of up against the ropes already. It just seems like he's been fighting an uphill battle that I think maybe for him, it may be healthy just to end it in the year anyways. So that's, that, that's my thing, right? Because I do want to push back against the idea of fit because we talk, you know, is Brian Kelly a fit at LSU? No, like, like we always say, like winning is a fit. Like if you can yeah. make a good program and win, well, that's what works. So the problem with Harson and Auburn are on multiple fronts. First off, the situation is toxic. The booster situation, the AD being gone, the fact that when Harson was originally hired, he wasn't even allowed to um, make his own decisions in terms of the staff. Like, like Brian Kelly got carte blanche. Like Scott Woodward said, here's $100 million. And I get that Harson doesn't have the resume of Kelly, so that's one of the reasons why. Yes. But Woodward said, look, I'm paying you to go make my legacy by winning football games. And I trust that you can do that. So now go do it. Whoever you need, I'll get you the money, 
You just go do it. Harson never had that sort of support at Auburn. So from the beginning, it was flawed, right? And then there are also questions that we don't know about how he does on the SEC level and how competitive is the step up from Boise, where it's a little more, um, I don't know if secular is the right word, maybe insulated is the word that I'm looking for. Uh, where it's much more competitive and everybody's fighting with one another. And in terms of building a program, unfortunately, what got Dan Mullen fired? Rolling his eyes at the recruiting question. Look at Auburn in the recruiting rankings right now. And I know how they're supposed to recruit, though, T Bob. Now, how are you supposed to recruit when for two years all, all everyone's talking about is firing Harson and he just got in the building? Like, yeah. As, yeah you know recruit, whose problem like, that is? I feel like Auburn is they're sabotaging themselves here. Yes, they are. But sometimes they they, they are in what you would call a classic vicious cycle. It's like that bastard in Austin Powers. You know, I eat because I'm unhappy and I'm unhappy because I eat. It's the same thing with Auburn. Okay. And they just can't figure it out because they just keep fucking eating. That might be your best one right there, T-Bob. I mean, it's true, though, dude. It's sad, but true. Like, what do you do? And it's like Auburn Auburn is right now a constant, uh, I believe it's called like a Sophie's Choice, right, when both choices are bad. They are, they are one big rock and a hard place because yep. if you stick with Brian Harson, it doesn't look like there's a lot of hope for the future. It looks like he cannot uh, compete on the recruiting trail. Auburn is uh, losing on the weekends as well as in the offseason. Uh, so you're like, okay, well, then we got to move on. But then everything you just said. Two years again, you get rid of him. Probably never should have gotten rid of Gus Malzahn in the first place. You're paying yep. millions and millions more in buyout money in the age of NIL, where you would much rather just actually pay kids to come to your school with that money. So no, it is brutal, and that's why. But that's why I feel so awful if you're an Auburn fan, because what is the way out? What is the way out? I mean, honestly, honestly, um, push comes to shove. I think you got to take like a mega long-term view on this. And I think you got to eat the Brian bullet for two more years. And I think you just got to see how good or bad he can make it. And then you move on and you try to catch uh, a big time hire the next time around just to be almost like take it seriously to make yourself attracted to coaches once again. But I don't know, dude, actually, now that I'm saying this out loud, I mean, look at Tennessee, nobody wanted to go there. They finally settle for Hypel, and it was kind of clowned and viewed as settling because they hired UCF's uh, AD, and they're like, I'll just go get my old head coach, right? But Hypel's done great at Tennessee. So maybe you go ahead and fire him. Um, but God damn. I mean, I just – hmm. No, I take it back, actually. I'm changing my mind completely. I think you got to fire him. I'm going to wait to make that decision until after the LSU game. So they have Missouri this weekend. Missouri's bad. Like, if, I mean, if you, lose, if you lose to Missouri, you know, we may be talking about Harson getting fired middle of the season because it's going to go get even uglier from there. But I anticipate a win versus Missouri at home. And then I think the big one is going to be LSU. LSU – as we know, was not good last year. We've alluded to it. They have a new head coach, new system, new transfers, this, that, and the other. If they can come into your house and win in year one with Coach Kelly, I think that kind of shows Auburn fans like, damn, maybe we do need a head coach. And then you look after that, Georgia, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, and then Alabama. So if you can't beat LSU, there's only one game on that schedule that I feel like they can win, and that's Western Kentucky there at the end of the season. So now you're talking about a team that's going to be – one, two, three, four wins. Yeah. Like no, you, I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't, I don't I know what, LSU, I don't know what LSU happened to me. The breaking point for me. Like if, if, you, yeah. if you lose LSU at home, that's when I think it really starts to, to ramp up because I cannot find a win on that schedule. Once again, after LSU, it's at Georgia, loss. At Ole Miss, loss. Versus Arkansas, loss. At Mississippi State, loss. That's five straight in a row. I mean, he may not make it through the end of the season with how much they want to get rid of him if he cannot get, especially the offense going. I mean, he's still, it, at the end of the day, like, it's the same issue we're having with Jimbo right now at Texas A&M. You were brought in here to win, yes. But you're also brought in because you're an offensive mind. And we think of Boise yes. State, we think of the fun plays, the excitement on offense, and we're not getting that at Auburn. So it's a double whammy. You're not winning, and your offense sucks. So why yeah. are you here? 
That's yeah, that's exactly right <laughs> like if they were scoring points and losing, then okay, at least it's fun. But like their offense yeah. sucks. It's two years now, the offense is not getting better. You got rid of Bobo. That was the problem. Was it well also and also can we also not. say this though? Can we all say this, Aaron? Brian Harson was never really an attractive hire to begin with, which is another element no. in all of this. Is that it felt like Auburn well, settled on risk. Brian they took a risk like you they took a risk like you want you want Nebraska to take a risk. They took a, they took a high flyer on 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 uh, I don't know about I mean, that. that dude. Was I don't know about that. Yes. No, yes. I think I think I think they settled on Harson. They kept striking out on guys. I think they settled on Harson. If Nebraska was to hire one of the guys that I was talking about, like a Chadwell, I think I think people would be excited. Like Auburn fans were pissed well, when they hired Harson. What was a better job? Auburn post Malzahn or Nebraska right now? Because if, if that was the best Nebraska or excuse me, Auburn could do, what's the best that Nebraska is gonna do? I mean, well, you can I have, think, like, look, hey, we I, want this guy, this guy, this guy, but, like, doesn't mean they're going to want to go there. I view Auburn as a, a better job than Nebraska. Maybe. I mean, uh, the Big Ten's hard. The SEC's hard. You could argue that's a wash. I mean, I hate sharing a state with Alabama. That just seems yeah. awful. Like, I mean, I, I don't know how you're supposed to operate in such tight confines. Um, I, I, I don't know the Nebraska booster and administration situation well enough to really give an educated – comment on that i i feel like i like the buy-in from nebraska right in terms of fan base and money like you'll have resources but you have that at auburn as well so i don't know um i don't know why i randomly started to convince myself they should stick with brian harson i think that's really stupid i think i think they probably got to hit the full reset whenever this new ad comes in they really need arizona state to hire him i would be calling arizona state be like guys guys gotta tell you about brian great guy i mean the dude is solid wait till you see this offense dude um, Jack Harrington says roll tide to you. Hey, Jack, one more time. I'm fucking ban you from the chat, you idiot. All right. Uh, here we go. Next up. How about it, dude? The Pac 12 Air Murray. Sexiest weekend of uh the West has had in quite some time. As Utah beats up on San Diego State 35-7, Washington with a massive win over Michigan State 39-28. Um, uh, jumping into the rank, knocking Michigan State out of the rankings from 11 and jumping themselves from out the rankings into number 18. Our boys, the Trojans, fight on, handle Fresno State 45-17. Oregon 41, BYU 20. Cal gave Notre Dame all they wanted. Washington State is 3-0. and Pac-12, take a bow, man. This is the this is the best weekend. I, I don't know like if this is a fact. In my college football view in mind this is literally the best week in the pac 12 has had in what feels like a decade yep no it's 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 a big weekend uh and and i think the the bigger reason why it's such a big weekend is because usc is doing well like you have a brand that is excelling and i think that's what the pac 12 needs like they need usc to be the us the usc that we think and believe they can be and right now they look like to me. I, I did my ranking yesterday. I think I have them as like number five or six in the country at the moment. They pass the test. We knew how good they are on offense. Fresno State is a good offense. Who they faced this past weekend, and they were able to hold them to seventeen points. To yeah, me, dude. that's a huge encouraging sign that this is not just a team that's going to have to score fifty points per game in order to win. The defense is not bad. They're not great. They're not bad. They're good enough to allow them to go out there and and and, and be in every single game and obviously win the majority of the games inside that conference. Oregon's good. Uh, it's just Georgia's elite, just playing out. Georgia's going to make everyone look yep. stupid. Uh, yep. they, they're just, they're at a different level that I don't care who you are. They're going to make you look like a bunch of idiots, unless you're, you know, Alabama or Ohio State, maybe Oklahoma. But other than that, you're in trouble. Oregon, still a very, very good football team. Bo Nix, my boy, is still a good quarterback. Oregon is still in it. Utah has been kicking ass ever since they got whooped by Florida. Kind of sucks that Florida doesn't look good right now for them, but still, Utah is still a good football team. Washington with Penix looks phenomenal at the moment. So, yeah, a lot of hype for the Pac-12. They deserve it. I'm going to say a big reason why the Pac-12 is doing so well, because what do we think of Pac-12? We think of Pac-12 late-night football. What do we think of snaps? Saturday night snaps. Oh, the show okay. to watch when the games are over, okay. when pac Twelve's going on. Since we started snaps late-night Saturday – the Pac-12 success has gone up. 
Just yeah, I mean, it's snap it, Pac-12. We're, we're here for you. Late night, Saturday nights, snaps in the Pac-12 are here to entertain. Snap 12. Snap 12 after midnight. There's a lot there. Uh, and Aaron, we all know from school, correlation always 100% equals causation. I'm pretty sure that's how the saying goes. So, yeah, those two correlating factors, uh, without a doubt. Uh, we are the cause of the Pac-12 recent success. And you're right about Oregon. Um, it's, it's, it's a big win for UGA, uh, because it proved what we thought that was more about the Bulldogs, not as much about the ducks. And then what can we say about our little Trojan boy gang, dude, it's growing mm. every single day. It's for real. It's for life. And I told you before the game, if USC covered that 12 and a half and not only did they covered 12 and a half, but they made it look easy that it was playoff push full speed ahead I uh, ooh, I need to look at the futures on FanDuel. I will be taking out a future on USC to make yep. the playoff today, uh, depending on where the odds are at. I think there's enough juice there. But, like, I'm full steam ahead with USC. Um, and, you know, you know, you, we always talk about uh, – and, again, Washington State, sneaky good, 3-0, the Wisconsin win. Uh, sneaky good games coming up this weekend here, Aaron, that I want to get to in a minute. Um, what else? I had one more note here. Oh. We always talk about wanting the brand of USC to be good. I really like when the Huskies are good as well. There's something okay. about the purple unis, little Pacific mm -hmm. Northwest power. Uh, I, it, it feels very kind of 90s to me in a way, so maybe it's just a byproduct of my childhood. Uh, but I also like when Washington is a good brand because you know how powerful that base is. Now, coming up this weekend to celebrate the weekend we just had, uh, a couple good ones, dude. Oregon at Washington State. We just mentioned the Cougs undefeated. Yep. Oregon likely the far better team there, but I'm more interested in that game than I would have been before the season started a month ago. And then USC at Oregon State, who, of course, yep. we talked about John Smith earlier today, done a very good job taking over an awful Oregon State program. Um, they got the nice win against Fresno a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I, I think USC smashes them, but uh, it's it's a matchup that hey, has USC, more juice than it would have. I think USC is like a touchdown favorite right now, so I might have to jump on that. Oh, that's early. it? Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <Bamba. laughs> okay dude. Yeah, we, hey, we know our Pac-12 football over here in Snap, so. Uh, uh, hey, Pac-12 won us a bet. I, I don't, don't, don't want to peak too soon, you know, but UCLA's – Three and zero, but they may be in a little bit of a snip, snip, snip for me in this next segment. So I'll hold yeah. back my uh, my Bruin talk for a second. Here's what I'll say: um, USC is still a legitimate team in the Pac-12, but I want it to be good. I want all the conference to be good. I'm excited. I don't know though that this weekend, if like if this is if if the, if the real question is, are you buying the Pac-12's reemergence? I'm enjoying yes. it. I'm still not buying it yet. Um, I got to well, see you them buy come full season. Well, I think I think overall I'm not buying it because the Pac-12 is not going to be around in about two years. So it's a it's a risky stock. <laughs> like you get in now, you buy it. Yeah. When it raises, <gasps> you just cash out and you run out because it's not yes. around come 2024. So this is like the it's the last dance. It's the last we're off for the Pac-12. Let's go out, blaze of glory. Let's go Penix. win. And then <laughs> they're done, man. They're about to get an axe and their head chopped off here in the next couple of years. So um you know, it's good to see them have success. I just don't think, like, long-term, once again, I'm just not a believer that the Pac-12 is going to be around when USC and UCLA go bye-bye, when the Big Ten goes in there and takes Oregon and Washington and maybe a couple more, when the Big 12 takes one or two, if not four. Uh, there's just not going to be anything left. So enjoy it while you can, Pac-12, because I don't think there's going to be a Pac-12 in two years. Yeah, this is the uh, Pac-12 Penix pump. And dump. Okay, so we're going to buy stock for a few weeks here. Uh, right now, it is time. And shout out to everybody hanging out in the chat with us, man. Uh, Andrew, Light Dog, Jack, what's happening, y'all? We got Kirby's visor in there, TJ. Uh, look, we, we love y'all, Samuel Ayers. Go ahead and hit the like button. Share with your friends. Herman, what's up, man? Uh, all right, it is time. It's Monday. We do it every Monday. A little recap that we can give it a little snips. And snaps, uh, you get it. Snips are bad. You're cutting it out, full house style. Snaps are good. Aaron Murray, uh, you want to go first here? Give me your first yes. snip of the day. 
Oh, we're going negative to start the day. Wow, I love it. Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, that's on me. I just saw a list. Go give me a snip first. Snip first. All right, I'll give you a snip first. Uh, my snip is firing coaches this early on in the season. Uh, you're you're essentially just throwing the towel in. You're saying we suck. Let's move on. I can understand if it's like middle to end of the season. You kind of want to get going with the coaching search. You want to be the first one come December, January to hire a new head football coach. But like what week three? What are you doing? Why, why are we firing someone? in week three of the season. We've not even really gotten into conference play for goodness sakes. Like let's hold off on essentially quitting on the football team in week two and three of the season. So major snip to all these universities, just being a bunch of babies and getting rid of their head coaches so early on in the season. See, I'm going to spin zone it. I'm going to tell the players, no, 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 it's not a lack of commitment. We're so committed to you that we had to get this joker out of here. Okay. We need, we, we need to start this. We need to start this rebuilding process right now. Uh, my first snip. Well, right in line with that. Herm Edwards fired on the field. Brum hit the video here. We don't need sound or anything, but you can see Herm Edwards walking off the field. Who they lose to Eastern Washington. Mm, yeah, there we go. Brum. Thank you. And you can see here, that's the AD he's talking to. And it's that back pat, that lower back pat. It's coming up here in a minute, um, Aaron. And it's, it's, it's that moment when you base. Yeah, that's it. We decided that's, that's, you know, we decided to let you go. Uh, or we, you know, we're, we're, we're going to move ahead. We're going to move on. Herm, Herm knew it was coming. Um, uh, bit of a coach. Right I don't know. I don't know why they felt the need to do it on the field, but that lower back, the, this thing right the here, you knew that was, Hey, yeah, we've already they'd already talked about it in the past. That mm. was just a confirmation. As soon as Herm saw him standing there, it's essentially the Grim Reaper standing by your bedside. Yeah. But again, what it confirms is you should have known this was how it was going to end. Brum, play Herm's original opening press conference at Arizona State. This is a top three all time bad opening press conference. Uh oh. I'm sorry we had an audio oh, issue here. No, no, it's all good, dude. It's all good. <laughs> uh, do, are we going to play with audio or not? I don't care either way. It's we will. Fun. Stand by. Okay, cool. Uh, but, I mean, this is up there. The Herm Edwards thing is up there with oh. Adam Gase and his, like, cocaine eyes when he was introduced as the Jets head coach, looking so freaking weird. Major red flag. Yeah. All right. Uh, my first snap of the day. The tiny Penix pump parlay. Okay, not only did best bets go 3-0 this weekend, but the Penix pump hit. Washington jumps into the top 25. Michael Penix, 24-40, 397, four tuds, no picks. Let's go. Penix pump parlay. Murray, give me your first snap. I love it. I love it. 3-0, big snap for T-Bob for the weekend. Your boy over here, 2-1. and one. I bought it in okay. Nebraska. Should not have done that, but I'll take a winning record for the weekend. All right, my first big snap of the weekend, Brian Kelly applied to UT Bob once again. Yeah. LSU. That was a big win, man. I still think Mississippi State's one of the premier teams in the SEC. To win that game at home, the fan base is freaking juiced right now. They've looked good since the fourth quarter of FSU to the blowout last week for Southern to now the big win this past weekend versus Mississippi State. That is a monster, monster win. And uh, we said it early on in the show uh, a few weeks ago, like LSU is going to win some games based on this coaching staff and based on the players that you are not expecting them to win. They're just too talented not to create some of these upsets. So congratulations to Coach Kelly and the Tigers. The Tigers, they're rolling, baby. Oof. They are rolling Oof. right now. All right, we'll stay on the positive side of things here. Uh, snap, snap, snaps. Uh, Greg Sankey says the SEC right now is focused on a single giant division. Said so they looked into the pod model and it doesn't really work. It has some of the same problems that the current model does. Um, and I know that some traditionalists will be upset by this. But then again, SEC divisions are kind of relatively recent thing anyway. But beyond that, all, all that matters is as you're remaking all of college football anyway, it makes sense to me to eliminate the divisions, make one giant one, eliminate any of the conversations about competitive balance or the East decision, the West or any of these, like if we're changing everything else, change this and just have one giant 16 team conference. Sounds pretty cool to me. I'm into it. I, I think this is a snap for me. 
Well, it allows you to keep those rivalries because when we talk about with the pods is I'll give Georgia, for example, like you're going to keep Georgia versus Florida, but you can't really keep Georgia versus Auburn. Um, same thing with Florida. You can't keep LSU. I guess that's a rivalry. Uh, so there's certain rivalries that you're going to lose by going to this model. You ensure that if you want, you can keep those traditional rivalries still alive. So I'm all for it, man. As long as we continue to mix up the schedule, I think SEC fans will be extremely happy about being able to travel to new places. Uh, my next snap, I'm going to go the SEC, since we're, we still are in, in divisions here in the SEC. The SEC East. Uh, Tennessee oh. will be hosting Florida, and College Game Day will be heading to Knoxville. I was in Knoxville this wow. weekend covering the game for ESPN. Uh, for a game that was a blowout, it was packed. 102,000 people. They are feeling it. They are believing in it. And it's a good sign. Even though Florida's been shaky in their wins, it's still a good sign for the East that game day is going to two teams that need to be uh, obviously better. And I think right now Tennessee has a chance to be a 9-10 win team. Florida still has some question marks, but still a good football team. Uh, so I think it's a big, big plus for the East. Uh, okay, I'll run through my last couple snap snips here. Um, I'm just gonna go through two because I don't I don't need to whatever. One of the snips uh, is four hour weather delays at Iowa football games. Uh, some people actually stayed from 6:30 p.m. till 1:39 a.m. to watch the Iowa Hawkeyes win 27 to zero. That is almost eight hours y'all that is insane respect to the people who stayed unbelievable snip to god though for making iowa fans go through that after the first two weeks like the football gods <laughs> give them the most awful offense you've ever seen for two weeks and then the one day they score touchdowns you make those poor people sit in the stands for eight hours to watch the red though no, come on dude that's that's effed up uh and then my oh. next snip uh, do we have that clip of Tommy Reese? And, and this does not need sound. We oh, this could awesome. do sound, bro. It's, it's, it, it's up to you. Uh, but this is Tommy Reese. And he's talking to Drew Pine, I imagine, which has been interesting because Pine stats Cold Rubino, Devil's Digest. Awful. Uh, Devil's what? Digest, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. Where are you located, my man? <laughs> right here in Tempe. Okay, Devil's Digest. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay so uh, we're getting right a, now. We I'm, have I'm a little Herb Edwards sound over Devils. the, uh, the <laughs> Tommy Reese clip there. Uh, but it's just Tommy Reese yelling, do your fucking job basically to Drew Pine. They got less than 300 yards against Cal. Cal gave up more against both UC Davis and UNLV. Snipping Tommy Reese and Notre Dame offense. What you got? Snips. Hey, they at least they, they, they came back and Pine looked good there, or better. I wouldn't say good. He looked better in the second half. So big, big shout out to, to Marcus Freeman getting his first win. I'll give him a, a mini snap uh, okay. for the victory there at Notre Dame. Uh, my last, do I have any more snips? Oh, yeah, the big snip. I said I was going to say it, so I'm going to say it now. UCLA, I don't know if you saw it or not, there was maybe like 5,000 people in the stands. I mean, it's embarrassing. I heard this. Absolutely embarrassing what's going on there. Uh, it's time to either – there's a few things you need to do better. Scheduling. They're playing crappy teams. I mean, no one wants to on a, on, a, on a beautiful Saturday afternoon in Los Angeles go watch UCLA win a game against a crappy football team. Schedule better games. Uh, if you want people in the stands – do better early on the season with some non-conference or maybe schedule Fair. some games that are, are, are lesser teams within the state of California. So those fans maybe travel up, go to L.A., go to the football game. So just be better there. But it's embarrassing, man. UCLA, you're about to join the big boys in the Big Ten. You're about to get all this money. Maybe you should invest in a new stadium closer to campus, a little bit smaller, make it a little bit more intimate, more fun, uh, especially for the students. But once again, California, what do they believe in, T-Bob? Stocks, yes. And tech. Wait, no, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can remember. Oh yeah, wait. It was the beach, stocks, and tech. That was it. Those are the big three. Yeah, those three. Uh, Not football. Yeah, skating and surfing. I guess you could throw that. It's kind yeah. of on the beach and, as well. And uh, vegan protein. Yeah. <laughs> Snap. That's a snip for me. I was not snapping vegan protein. I was snacking. Uh, I was snapping my last one here, which is uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, dude. How about Kansas? They yep. beat W one week as double-digit 14-point dogs. They're nine-point dogs against Houston. They win by 18. They're 3-0 and for the first time since 09. Duke at Kansas this weekend, undefeated. Let's go, dude. Averaging 53 a game. I'm excited. And I want to give a little bonus snap. One of the local teams here in Louisiana, Tulane Green Wave, man, undefeated and just handled a good Kansas State team that just beat the hell out of Mizzou last week. So nice job 
uh, to uh, head coach Willie Fritz. Tulane's a very hard place to win. All right, yep. Aaron, what, what's your uh, what's your um, that was my last snap here? too. Kansas, baby. Okay, cool. That was my last snap. Yeah, I give some love to Kansas. Well, yeah, I know a lot of people were a lot of people were bitching and moaning that they wanted game day to go to Kansas versus Duke, two basketball traditional schools undefeated, but you know they went to App State. The problem with problem with that, yeah, exactly. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. You did the Boone thing. If you had not done the Boone yeah. thing, absolutely, that would have been on the Which table. Which big snaps to Boone, baby. That Hail Mary yep. was just – we thought it beautifully executed. Beautifully. You had the trail guy. T-Bob now knows how to properly run a Hail Mary. You got the point. Yep, it's true. You got behind the point. You got yep. the caboose. The caboose is there to catch the tip. Beautifully done. Big snap. Boone, I'm glad you did not burn down. The, ca- wait, did you, the caboose is there to catch the tip. Okay. Yeah, I guess I kind of knew that. I just never really thought about those words. Uh, no, that was good, dude. No, what's what, hey, bad? Snip or snap for yeah. uh, Mark Sanchez's comment during the football game yesterday. Did you hear oh, that? Oh, wait, yet? wait, hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. What is this? What is this? I, I, or should we save this for tomorrow? Uh, is it worth no, playing on no, the show? No, snip or snap. Snip or snap. I mean, do we, do we have it? Are we able to get it real quick? I don't know. We do not have it. What, we got we to go in the next say? 30 seconds. He, he essentially said one of the offensive linemen did a great block, and he, he said, you know, he's clearing guys out faster than a high school kid clears out his browser. <laughs> oh dude that's a big snap oh hell yeah dude actually it's a little bit of a snip though because nobody's clearing browsers anymore bro incognito mode private browsing like if you're still manually deleting history what are you doing dude like wake up okay come on it's 2023 or i guess not it's 2022 but i'm living in 2023 that's how advanced i am man all right dude look last thing we got to play the herm do we have herm brum can we go out on this we have herm Okay, I love it. This is one of my favorite. And by the way, shout out to FanDuel. Sign up with promo code SNAPS. Subscribe to the pod. Uh, hit the like button. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us here on the Volume Sports YouTube channel. Probably we love doing this. We'll be back tomorrow. Devil's Digest, Look at this. Yes, sir. Where you Look at this. My man. <laughs> right here in Tempe. Oh. Okay, Devil's Digest. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm Catholic now. I'm a Christian. Watch out them devils. <laughs> Well, you can, you, We're good, brother. We're you can good. see devils all, all over the place. So. I ain't taking it personal. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, my God. Wait, dude. I haven't seen it in years. I forgot how bad it is. He really has no idea that he just got hired to be the Sun Devils head coach. He uh... thinks that guy is from a website promoting Satanism. Replay that. <laughs> Brum, replay that. What? What? How did you just get paid millions of dollars to be the head coach of a school? You don't even know the mascot. Oh, Cold Rubino, Devil's God. Digest. Uh, Devil's wh- Digest, huh? Yes, sir. Where are you located, my man? <laughs> right here in Tempe. Okay, Devil's <laughs> Digest. Okay. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm Catholic now. I'm a Christian. Watch out them devils. What <laughs> <laughs> are you saying? Well, you can see, you, We're good, brother. We're you can good. see devils all, all over the place. I ain't so. taking it personal. That guy's oh like, I'm located God. in Tempe, you dumbass. What do you mean? Where am I located? <laughs> also, there's something amazing about when Herm says, like, you know, I'm about them devils, and he moves his head, and there's a literal pitchfork behind him. <laughs> like, on, like, on the media screen. Oh, my God, dude. That was... That's... Oh. I forgot. Oh, Brom, thank you for playing that. I really forgot. I knew oh, it was a gym. I'd forgotten. That and Adam so Gase, good. Hall of Fame. That's, I mean, uh, you just you need to compare press conferences for success. We just need to go find. Uh, we need to find Harson's press conference and just look for something that went wrong. Yeah, exactly, something. exactly, right. Like uh, we, we we need to put together something had to go wrong. Wow, Herm, what the hell, dude? <laughs> uh, all right, Aaron Murray. Well, uh, you have a great day, dude. Enjoy to, in, yep. Daytona Beach. Enjoy that. How how many? How do you approach a foot, foot uh, a touchdown club? How many curse words well, you get in the night? I'm going to go a little topless, little topless run on the beach right now. So oh, look okay. out for that. And they get a little white. Um, it, we go, we go, we we obviously start with it calling the dogs. So we'll be calling the dogs okay. first off. Okay. Uh, so a lot of hooting, hollering, and barking. You know, we'll break down Georgia. We'll talk about how good Stetson is. Why he deserves the Heisman. Then we'll go a little east, a little west. Overall, college football. And then I'm going to tell everyone at the end that if you want more of this, please subscribe to Snaps every day. To That's right. Eastern. That's right. Yeah, and right. then uh, I find in those rooms, judge the room, 
but maybe like save the curse word for one big moment and you'll get a big laugh yeah. that's my favorite way to handle it dude just just like one little taste of curse you can like f-bombs are a little sketchy you're gonna have to you got to judge the f-bomb oh, based I, on the room for sure yeah i dropped it at my uh my rehearsal dinner <laughs> like i feel like i was <laughs> at the groom and i dropped it my mother-in-law looked at me like wow like <laughs> You're really going to marry this jackass. T-Bob, have you noticed? I'm sorry, we're going so long. T-Bob, have you noticed that Aaron very much does not curse? Uh, it's very rare. Did, I think I think he did I say a, a cheese general, or something. As much. Um, yeah, no, I know. And I used to be like that. And you work for ESPN, so like that makes sense. I used to be like that. And then they started paying me just to be a just truly live my truth on Saturday nights and Wednesday nights. And I was like, all right, dude. I mean, Hey, this is my lot in life. If I got to go make uncouth jokes and somewhat crass entertainment. Well, Hey, uh, we all got to make a living, dude. What are you going to do? Uh, Aaron, have a great day at the Dakota beach. Cold Love you, Devil's Ryan, Digest. Uh, Devil's <laughs> Digest, huh? Yes, sir. Where are you located, my man? <laughs> right here in Tempe. Okay. Devil's Digest. Okay. Uh, I'm a, I'm, I'm Catholic. Now I'm a Christian. Watch out them devils. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Well, you can see, you, We're good, brother. We're you can good. see devils all, all over the place. I ain't so. taking it personal. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.